The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast, where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of topics you normally talk around a pit. As always, I'm joined by the barbecue broker. Flip me again. You guys are starting early today. How dare you, I sir? Did. I did it during your intro, too. I saw. Just because I... Oh, I, believe me. I saw. I felt as though I could. No. Oh, I did. Oh, you did. There will be payback. As soon as this gentleman gets into... The uh, into the chat here. Well, actually, I don't know if he is listening. He's actually on vacation. He might be traveling. Who the hell knows? Who are you mumbling about right now? Kent. Kent. He's not in. The hell, Kent? You're C-Mac, late. What's up? what's up, Mike C? Mikey. So what's up, kid? My dude, what's happening? <laughs> How the hell was your weekend? Oh my god, it was fantastic. Did a little cooking, did you? You could say. <laughs> tell me what, tell me. Just a bit. Just well, a I already bit. know. I'm playing. You already know. Tell these guys we what did. We did a 16-pound prime brisket. We did 20 pounds of pork butt. Mm-hmm. Did 10-pound slab of pork belly burnt ends. Mm-hmm. What the hell else did I cook? Oh, yeah. 12 pounds of chicken wings. Uh-huh. Did about 10 pounds of burgers. Mm-hmm. We then we did my little spin on Mexican street corn with rice. Did you say ribs? Side. Oh, yeah, I did, a, I did uh, three racks of ribs, too. You know, I forgot about those. That's what I'm here for. Um, uh, uh, coleslaw, macaroni that street corn salad. Sounds, that street corn sounds good. Remember when I asked you to save me some, did you bring any in? <laughs> dude, you, you, these savages, they crushed, dude. They crushed. Now, did you sleep? You go, you go, no. you plow right through like a straight through. I think I might savage. have got about forty-five minutes to an hour between the hours of four and five a.m. because I was banking on her normally being up by like fucking four, four thirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that wasn't an issue. The Good. arm went off. I got up and woohoo, away kept on. You plugging, plowed kept right on through. Plugging. Oh Good. yeah. Good for you. Ton. Good for Good you. Time. What's up, Ryan? Got the final. What's up, Gray? Dish. Yeah. Going on when it. Finally started raining, so I dodged the rain the entire cook. Got some ten by tens going. Needed them. Yep, we got had them rolling. It was nice. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Mm-hmm. Wound up throwing some cans. Oh boy, you know, a couple shotguns there, cans flying all over the place, over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Throwing cans, and oh, oh, my boy Josh yeah. brought me a wonderful surprise. You know how I ran? He Custom made yeah. me a set of pit light barbecue cornhole boards. Come on. Yep. Awesome. Free handed. You were worried about not having them. Well, I went out and bought the little, she found a little set of, uh, over at Home Goods, the, you know, the three by twos, the, you yeah. know, the, a beach set, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to have it, you know, it'll work. Yep. But yeah, he showed up with a with, uh, brand new set. He goes, I'm running you a little. You pictures of those? Uh, they're on. Uh, there aren't someone's on Facebook. I haven't. I haven't personally taken a picture All right. of it yet. All right. But yeah, they, they're good. Free-handed. You know. What colors the background? The white. He's got one with blue Ooh. and one with red because they oh. match the bags I got. I t- he goes, "Did you get bags yet?" So I got yeah. So I got the. It was the lighter blue, in uh in like a reddish orangey, funky. So he got them both on that. That looks amazing. Problem That's is, amazing. he goes, "Son of a bitch, these were a pain in the ass." He goes, "Why?" He goes, "I had to make them twice." Why? His brother-in-law ran over the first set Saturday <laughs> night, pulling in his driveway. Oh God! So he had to literally whip like everything. Within a day. Yeah, Jesus. got everything together and was wow. up to like four o'clock in the morning making a new set. Unbelievable! Oh yeah, nice, Great. nice. Well, that's so, exciting. Oh yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. Then I went to sleep. <laughs> I deserve it. I did my cook uh, pretty. I did my brisket early on Saturday. Had it off by two. Went to bed for like four hours. So about five hours. Yeah. Woke up and put the ribs on and, and the pulled pork. You know, we eat some pulled pork, but Uncle Steve, <clears throat> I had a Kent, pretty, I had a pretty easy cook Gray, this weekend. What's up? Well, speaking of Uncle Steve, today's show is brought to you by Uncle Steve's Shake. 
ever wonder why no one's coming to your barbecue. But when your neighbor lights up, he seems to have a line down the street just waiting to get into his backyard. That's because your neighbor's using Uncle Steve's shake, and apparently you're not, which means one thing, Chrissy. Better get you some you right You're damn right, now. Chrissy. Uncle Steve's shake is handmade, uses only the finest ingredients, and comes in more than 10 amazing flavors now, including their newly renamed cow pig and bird shake the new dessert shake the new south texas red and one of my favorites the smoke bomb if you can eat it uncle steve has a shake for it if you have any shake questions uncle steve has fantastic customer service they'll walk you through all your shake needs it's time to take your backyard game and that competition game to the next level with uncle steve's shake shake some on everything check him out at unclestevesshake.com today's episode also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shopping up in TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Mm-hmm. Today we are smoking the Corojo Leaf by Oscar. Thanks to our friends from TwoGuysCigars.com. We get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit <coughs> TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Right, uh, who else? Jeremy Lucino, I saw in there. Yep. Lap, brother Lap. Hey, Dutch Chris from, Healy. What's up, uh, Chris? From sunny Orlando, Florida. You like that, Uncle, Uncle Steve? Uncle Steve. And, uh, oh, who's that? Who's that? Oh, Ryan Newland. Oh. Speaking of Ryan Speaking Newland. Speaking of Ryan Newland. Also brought to you by... Backline Smokers out of Austin, Texas. Now, that's fucking timing. Unbelievable. <laughs> Look at All I got to say is this. If you're looking for a custom one-off smoker or live fire tool, you got to check out Ryan Ooh. Newland at Backline in Austin. Everything that, everything that comes out of his shop is touched by Ryan. Not one of these... Uh, smokers or live fire tools is the same. Possibilities are endless with Ryan Newland at Backline. Every dime laid on his smokers. Everything is touched and done by Ryan. You got to check out Backline Smokers in Austin, Texas. I have one. Did I ever tell you that? Yeah. <laughs> Once or twice. All I know. Backline Smokers. This one over here. Backlinefabricationsmokers.com. What? This one over here is up to something. I know. I know everything she does. She tells me everything. Oh, good. Okay. So I know things that you don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Finish the ad. Let's go. Backlinefabrication.com. <laughs> Check out Ryan. You will not be disappointed. That's all I'm nah. going to say. Big Kano. Mm-hmm. Brother James Pavia. What's up, boys? All right. You ready for this? I'm born ready. Oh, yeah. Look at me. Oh, yeah? I'm ready. It's my ready face. Okay. Okay. No, your face is red. I'm excited. This is going to be one hell of a It's because I did the Uncle Steve's uh, reading in one one breath. I forgot to breathe again. (laughs) So So we we are back in the great state of Texas. Oh, yeah. Have have we even left in a couple weeks? No, No, we haven't. We've been hanging out there for weeks. A lot of barbecue-related shit going on in Texas. You know, there's one or two guys down there into the barbecue world. You know? It's slim pickings. You know what I mean? But this this one's a touch. This is my brother. We were, we were alive the other night on his channel, having a good time, throwing some cans. But guys, please welcome my brother from Camp House Barbecue, Eric Estrada. What's up, brother? What's up, dude? Guys, what's going on? What's Look going at that on? handsome devil. Look at this guy, huh? With the new doing? hat. Right. <laughs> that is on the right way. It is going the right it way. It is going, going the right way. You know. We had this. We had a three-hour conversation over <laughs> YouTube Live the other day, where my hat was on backwards and forward. It's going forward. Saturday night, literally a three-hour conversation. If, if the hat was on the right way, well, you can't always go by the tag on the inside. No, but, you got to. You, know. you got. What did we decide? You have to go by the where the tie is. The tie uh, is always on, on the, the left. left side. Oh, interesting. So, br- is Eric, it, is, does it mean something if the tie is on the right side? Yeah, it's backwards. so there's only one way to really start this show off eric Mm -hmm. and that that's that that's with the two famous words get it (laughs) yeah sound biting everything (laughs) 
Love it. It's my favorite one ever. Now you make me wish I had a cold beer, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when, when Eric goes live on yep. his barbecue trailer, he has the Deuce Hazard horn mm-hmm. attached to the trailer. So he hits the air. So every time someone new comes into the into the chat, oh, Johnny Mag is here. Oh, that's oh, so Greg's cool. here. <laughs> I love it. There it is. There it is. <laughs> oh. my, na- my neighbors love it. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Hey, as long as you feed yeah, them, they're all happy. Yeah, you can do you whatever feed you want. Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. So, for, and, you know, obviously, we got, we got a bunch of the boys in here. Oh, yeah. But for any of them who does don't know you, who is Eric Estrada? Who is in what is Camp House Barbecue? And let her fly, brother. All right. So Eric Estrada, non-relation to the guy from Chips, but I get it every day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) AKA, I mean, people always call me Punch. Ken calls me Punch. And that goes way before I was even shit. I can remember. Yep. You know, I worked, I worked on, uh, I worked on, uh, Chipper Jones's ranch for a couple, couple of years down here. And he called me Punch too. He's like, who's Eric? You know, he just knew my name the first time. And after that, it was just Punch, Punch. But, um, uh, about myself, Camp House Barbecue started in about, I think, man, I don't know, I have it on my logo, 80-something or something like that. Yeah. And that whole, that whole, that whole trait goes back to, I was a kid back then, but this little, this little, I just did this little makeshift deal about a couple of weeks ago so I can record in here and do my lives. But I have another little Camp House where I used to when I first started doing my lives. And uh, that that's the one where I got the rafters full of deer horns and all that stuff. And that goes back to... My grandpa, my grandpa, my dad, my uncles and all that way back in the day, we had we had a ranch down down here. We'd go hunting and stuff like that. So after every hunt, we would go to the the camp house, the camp house. We'd go. I have the the gamble back here where we harvest, where we butcher all the deer and stuff like that. And everybody would hang out there after the hunt, hang out, barbecue, throw cans, drink some beer. And and that whole came about it. And, you know, I started. I started doing as far when I started doing my cooking deal. I started doing a bunch of uh, Facebook lives on the there was like pages like the pit is lit, uh, keep it lit, all them pages that are that were circling around, which was a, a while back. And people started asking me like, "Hey, what did you do to here?" My deal was just like we were we were throwing cans and cooking and and playing music and just you know just having people on live with us partying at the same time, pretty much like they were there but they weren't so. People were like, hey, but how did you cook that? That's awesome. That's neat. Blah, blah, blah. So I was like, you know what? They're like, do a YouTube channel. I was like, I'm not a, a lot of people on my, I started my YouTube, uh, I would say about maybe two years, a year and a half ago, maybe two years, something like that. Um, I'm not a how-to. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, if you want a channel that's all over the place with kind of no direction, but we're having a good time doing it, you'll love my channel. <laughs> we're all over the place. So, but that's where we came about and we started, I started doing the, the camp house and I was doing competition cookings. Uh, I, I do a little bit of everything. Uh, like I said, my channel rounded off into all kinds of stuff and it's just not, I mean, it's got, and everything involves around cooking. It's going to be around cooking and beer for the most part. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And like you said, when we were going live with everybody, you know, we were Zooming before Zooming got trendy. Yeah, you exactly. Know, you know, exactly. We were we were ready for all this past crap. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it down pat, and we knew how to enjoy it. <laughs> That's true. We were self isolated before self isolated, right? Cool. Absolutely, <laughs> Junior. What's up? Oh, Schmitty in the house, TBC. So, Eric, let's say um, I don't even know where the hell to start here. We got so many different directions. <laughs> Um, we mean we obviously, go you know, obvious. you got your hunting guide. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Oh, and actually, let me jump before because you said Chipper Jones. Is that the Double Dime Ranch? Yes, sir. Yeah, they, okay. When I was there, it was currently the Double Dime Ranch. Uh, he sold it a couple years back, but when he owned it, that's where uh, I was a guide out there. Oh, oh, no kidding! That's awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, but uh, I got a, that was one of the that was one of the good ones there. We got a. So during that time frame that I was there back, it was quite a years back is when they did the Buck Commanders, when the Duck Commanders started the Buck Commander yep. show. 
So I was out there when Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, and all those guys were out there. So it was it was a pretty fun time with those guys. Yeah, because on the on the on the when you were talking about Buckman, because on the show they bounced between the double dime of Chippers and the E three of uh, Rochi's. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, in Kansas. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. What? Brother James says he'll show you how to kill shit and cook it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. I do that. So speaking of killing shit and cooking it. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. We'll just bit. jump right into that one because you got something on the pit right now that was literally walking around yesterday morning. If anyone that saw his story today on Instagram, you know what we're talking about. So yeah, right now, right now I got about a, I'm going to say 40, 45, 50 pound uh, whole hog uh, that I actually... They, they gave them to us because uh, the mom orphaned them out. So we, we took them in, raised them up, uh, and uh, fed them out. But it got to the point where it was just like, you know, I, I wanted – I've always wanted to try it. I've done it with a wild hog, but I've never done it with, with, with the domestic hog. But I've also never scolded them before. So, yeah, we uh, – I had to cut that those two hogs in the pen, and I harvested one yesterday. And we went old-fashioned with it. And uh, we're reporting it right now as we speak. It's in the pit. I put – I put a uh, an hour and a half log right now because down here in South Texas we have the mesquite woods that we measure them by hours. So you got to find the right size. It's an hour and forty five. If you don't know, I'm kind of bullshitting on that one, but you'll <laughs> you'll like the next one. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> awesome! Oh, uh, brother so yeah, Alton, the dog father is in the house. The dog, dog father's father in house. the house, Chrissy. Oh, the dog. The dog father. Here. Oh. here we go. That guy. That guy right that guy there. Right there. So, th- so okay. So, you, about a forty or fifty pound. You said 40, 50, 60 yeah. pound. Okay. Yeah. And so we did. We boiled. We boiled the water. I got one of those pots where I do my crawfish bowl. Yep. And I boiled that the water. I boiled it super hot. And um, once I got that water hot, got the hog dispatch, brought them over, washed them out first with, with just regular running water, put them on the table. And uh, just start, you know, working sections, and I would dump it on my uh, the hot water with a pot, put it on the hog on the spot, and start just shaving them. I use just a, I got this for uh, from, still got hog hair on it. It's <laughs> Tablas uh, Garcia out of the valley, and it's just a regular old slicer, but you just scrape it off and you put the hot water and just follow it down. Like you said on the Instagram, I posted it on my Instagram story, and it's all on there, and I'm. I mean, I, it'll be once I get done with the video, I'm gonna post it on YouTube. But that's all we did. I, I we cleaned it all out, made it all slick, and then washed it up again. And then uh, uh, we field dressed it, and uh, I let them set overnight because I was beat yesterday. I was just a one man show. It's kind of a two or three man show, but it, it it took a especially if you're drinking in the sun all day. But oh. you know that's my own fault. You're drinking <laughs> in the sun thing. So wait, so now what do you what do you what are you cooking it on? What's your preferred method? So right now, so I had a, I had a pit. It's uh, I think it was a hill country pit that I modified it modified it. So I call her Lady May. So it was a it was a pit kind of like y'all's logo, but it had the smokestack, the whole box chamber on top, and I didn't I didn't like that. It's just it was a lot of space. So what I did, I had a, a buddy of mine, a welder. We cut off that box. And welded a plate on there and put a four-inch exhaust out to make it a single chamber, um, single chamber uh, cooking uh, pit. And then off to the side where I cut that pit, I left the bottom grate, so it's got like a Santa Maria on the side. Oh. It's a Frankenstein pit that I kind of slept okay. on and thought about it, and then we finally just did it with it. So, and you cook, but skin, I like it. Do you cook the skin down, meat down? How? What's your preferred method on that so, pit? So right, so right now on this one, I got it. Uh, I butterflied it all open after I harvested. I butterflied it up so I can get injection into the loins, the hands, and all that. So I butterflied it. I seasoned it up upside down, and then when I got into the when I got into the pit, I did the the running method, I guess that they call it, where you put it upright, tuck the back legs under, and then tuck the front legs. So he's actually all whole right now. So he's whole with the skin up. Okay, yeah, skin up whole. whole. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you flip it at all ever uh, to for the juices to collect in the skin, or you just gotta let it cook like that? Juices do what I they think do. What, I, what I'm gonna try to do, I'm gonna let render it because I guess that 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 fat layer between the 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 skin and and the and the meat, that fat layer. I think if I take it slow enough and I render it off, I think it'll be enough juice in the cinder. And then I plus I injected it, so nice. Hopefully it'll. So what do you what what is your what's your, what's your what's your what you, what's your favorite injection to use on a whole hog? Is it so like the one that put I it together yourself, where, or 
I have the the pork cutter from uh, Texas Old Dust. Okay. That's the one I use today. I mixed it with uh, I mixed with a little pineapple juice and then a little bit of Crawford's uh, <clears throat> pineapple spritz, and uh, I made that injection out of that with that pork nice. cutter. Nice. That's the, that's the one I used on that one. Then I inject. I uh, seasoned it with uh, my base layer was SA, and then I used the uh, the Tres Locos. This is a local company from Laredo. They sent me this. The Tres Locos, and it's called the uh, El Crazy Rib Rub. Mm. So I that was my second layer, and then of course my last layer was. Oh, I don't know. You already know. Steve. We already know. Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> Put that color on there. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So it's going good. Like I said uh, earlier, before we got on here, I think I had my hands at about one thirty, and my shoulders were about one thirty-seven, something like that. So okay. she's going. And you're going to what target? What's your what target? I think, to hit? I think I'm gonna hit up on the shoulders about 180, yep. 195, and then I'll and then the backside. You know, I don't want to dry it out too much on them hams, so I'll probably go 160, 155, or whatever. For the backs, for the back. Yeah, yep. for the hams. Do you cover? So, uh, do you cover the loin at all with anything, or so it doesn't dry it out? Just kind of free ball it. We're just going. Like I said, this was trial run number one. Mm-hmm. I got the the good one still in the pen. So nice. Once I figure out the, once I figure out where I messed up, I'll go ahead and I'll try it again. Nice, nice. <laughs> now I hope you took that other one out from from the other one. Didn't see what happened. You take him to a little area, bl- so, so the other one doesn't know he's going to get blasted. Yeah. <laughs> I gave her extra. I gave him extra feed today so he can feel happy. There you go. A little extra feed makes John feel happy. That's too. right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So Eric, this this chat is blowing up, son. <laughs> Let's let's go. Let's see. Let's see. We got Big Kano. What's uh? What's your favorite wild game to smoke? Mm-hmm. My Good favorite question. wild game to smoke. I would have to say it'd be Axis Deer. Mm-hmm. What is it, Deer? No, Axis Deer. What is that? What is it? Explain. So they're uh, they're they're from they're Middle Eastern Axis Deer. Okay, but they're imported. They're imported over here now. So we got. I mean, we there's even some places in Texas where they're low fence. Um, uh, uh, herds of axes free ranging, but uh, that's my preferred. I mean, I, I'll take venison, venison all day. I'll eat it, but man, a bacon wrapped tenderloin of an axis deer, it's mm. just. And I've got it's. I didn't so know there was a difference a, between venison and an axis deer. deer shed. Oh, there's all types. T- so venison is a whole bunch. So, of so deer. venison. So I'm, this is where I, I'm not great with with wild game. So venison is a type of it's deer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a white tail. Oh, oh, so it's a white tail. It's the only thing that you call venison is a white tail. Yes, deer. Okay. So this is okay. pretty much. So this is what an antler of an axis. This is a shed of an axis deer. Oh, damn. They're ba- normally three by threes. Oh. That so crazy. that's. I mean, they just get longer. That's about it. But this is an axis deer, and uh, like I said, I got some. I got some mounts in the house that I've harvested before, but. Uh, well, we got a. Fi- I, I got a uh, shot here. I can line up for you guys. Oh, you do. If I just learned anything, is that is that venison? Is that a white tail? You that's can't, a white you can't tail, right it, but there. I, there's a shot of you here with that. That's a white. Deer. That's a white. That's, yeah, that's, that's a white tail. Access deer. Oh, okay. No, that's not the access deer. If I'm not mistaken, the access deer has the spots. Yes, has the black has black, has black have, spots. Yeah, uh, yeah oh. they're they're like a reddish tannish color, and they have they have uh, polka dot spots all throughout the the hide itself. Oh, yeah. like I Bambi. I don't have any one. No, I don't have one in here. Bambi murder. Oh, don't say Bambi. Yeah, don't go there. That's what Bambi. Don't, go, like. don't, start don't start nothing. Don't start nothing over there. Next question. Actually, I mean, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not bad with them. Like I said, I treat them good. When them animals are cold outside, I bring them up and warm them up with some mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. absolutely. That's, that's how it should that's be. That's very considerate of you. Tuck them in with a little gravy. We're good to go. Yeah. I want to be one of the animals. Right. <laughs> you know. All right. Let's get. Let's get the wise comments out of the way. Brother James asks, <laughs> "Who has the best voice that your wife likes?" Yes, that'd be Brother James. <laughs> <laughs> she's just uh, every time he's like, "Is that James?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "Man, that voice is just." I'm like, "Okay, oh, you, I get it." Jesus yeah, you do. Christ. You know, Brother James, because what's up, my my YouTube YouTube peeps and barbecue freaks, and yeah. then how he yeah. does it. It's like, oh, yeah, no, he's, he's got that baritone yeah, rolling. A baritone. That's yeah, right. All right. Yeah, that that have to be Brother James. Brother James. Now Kyle asks, uh, wild hogs. It was funny. We were just Kyle. We were literally talking about this just before before we went live. Wild hog. 
hogs. How hard are they to catch? Oh, yeah. And what's your favorite pot to eat? So they're not very hard to catch. Uh, so recently I've, I've been trapping hogs. So a lot of people here in town, some hogs started moving into a local neighborhood. I hold a trap over there and, you know, we bait them up sometimes with corn, live traps and bring them out and relocate them. But my preferred <clears throat> method to catch these hogs, and we were just talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go onto my YouTube back when I first started YouTube, I think 10 or 12 years ago, I have videos up there and uh, we ran them with dogs. No guns, just dogs and one of these. This is our wait. So again, just to confirm, you're going hand to hand combat with boars and dogs. Yeah. So the way the way that works, just when I felt, you will never be manly. Enough. Just when I felt very Texas like ordering a pit from Austin, I feel like now a child. <laughs> you're back to the cradle. A young man. child, yeah, green behind the ears. Oh, you go so so your dogs. Do your dogs put the Put the kung fu grip on the boar, and then you literally come in for the kill with your bare hands and said Rambo knife. Yep. Yeah. Basically, we have what we call bay dogs. Um, they're track dogs, so we drop we drop them track dogs in front, and we're riding behind them, and uh, they'll they're just running on the road on the senderos. We got a bunch of senderos down here. So if the hog if hogs have crossed that 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 road recent, the dogs will pick up that scent. <laughs> Amazing. And run down, run down, and then we let go of the pit bulls, and they're the ones that come and latch on. Once they're caught, we go back, grab their back legs, put them on their side, and stick them. And then you, the results are these. Yeah. Oh! There it is right shit. there. Look at those, those tusks. Yeah. That is some, those things will tear you open. Yeah. Wow. The result of one of them. That was one of the biggest, I think, uh, wow. Probably one of the biggest ones I've ever been been on with. And wow. you just go ahead and get this Bowie knife and put it down. And we don't allow guns because a lot of people get excited or get scared and they'll start shooting and they might shoot one of our dogs. And that's oh, never a good shit. Mm-hmm. But we also lose dogs to the hogs too. because they. Get oh, scared. don't tell me that. No, that's awful news. Yeah. So how do you prevent that? What what is your uh, method? So you guys a lot got of methods? ours, we run cut collars. We put, put Cavalier collars on, on a lot of the dogs. Um, as far as, you know, the, so the bay dogs are the, they're the ones that kind of, they're a little bit more athletic, more agile. Pit bulls are more aggressive, more, you know, not going to say they're more dumb because they just want to fight. So we keep them protected with, they have Cavalier vest all in their vitals. And, uh, when they go hit, because they go hit at the ears and these hogs are just, you know, they catch the ear on this side and these ones are just, they're just ripping them right here, sticking them, trying to stick them, but it'll, it'll hit all their vests. They won't cut them, but. You do sometimes get some that get it at a bad angle or whatever. Uh, They get hurt. But like I said, we full on what we do. We're prepared. We have staple kits. We have suture kits, you know, because we'll put them back together in the brush and clean them out. We got iodine. We got all kinds of stuff. Staple them up and do everything. Staple up your dog. Your your fully armored dog. Fully armored pit bull. Yeah. Some crazy shit. <laughs> Speaking of the dog, brother I Al. It. I love it, dude. This is like. Speaking of the dog. I live in this little bubble. Shut up. Shut up. Speaking of the dog. <laughs> just wait and see if you're going to interrupt again. Thank you, Chrissy. Oh, I did. Brother too. Alton says, <laughs> dogs in a knife hunting boars. Shit. <laughs> Followed by, I repeat. Shit. <laughs> that is some shit, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Oh, that's wild. It's an adre- Literally. It's an rush. Yeah. Wild. Wild. So Bruce Leach. Leachy, yes. How do you prepare a nil guy antelope? Did I say that right? So the, nil guy? I've only had it the nil guy. I've had it one time. And the basic, the basic way we always do everything before we start playing with a lot of these, you know, meats, we just wrap it in bacon. Because a lot of these, a lot of these animals are real lean. Um, I noticed that when I had the eland, I I just did the common eland from Africa a couple of weeks ago that I that I did like a steak, but it was a little bit too dry. Um, 
So anything wrapped in bacon, we normally that's how we start them off. And the and the the Neil guy is a little bit of a sweeter meat to to that taste of, of the antelope. And uh, I think it's good. I I mean I I would I would take that also over over the Elan that I had the other day, but. Wrapped in bacon, like I said, if you want to get more excited, like I said, I do it with the, the white tails, also the back straps. Just roll them out, kind of like you're going to do a pork loin. Roll it out, jalapeno, cream cheese, roll it back up, and wrap in bacon. It's it's money. It's killer. Mm. I did not eat before I came here today. <laughs> did not feel what I feel, I feel on a regular basis. This the show is killing me. You don't you don't <laughs> snack on the way here. You don't have yeah. a snack or anything. Mm. I don't have time, man. Show must go on. I don't got time to stop. I'm on a time crunch, son. You don't even bring like a package of space food with you or something for no. the ride? No. Uh-uh. Don't you talk. You were eating the, the rubs right out of the bottle yeah, last you week. you were eating the rubs last week. You were destroying the freaking set. <laughs> fucking delicious. Oh, man. Sometimes you get to so, remind yourself. So, Eric, what got you into guiding? You the know? outdoor channel. The outdoor channel. <laughs> okay, I, I can see I'll- that. Well, we were, we were, like I said, we've always had, uh, growing up, my uncle had a ranch down here. We've always had a ranch since I was young and it was hunting. was always, it was always a big part of my life as a kid. Like I said, I still, in that barn that I've got over there, I still have my first deer set of antlers and I have my, my grandfather's set of antlers are in there. And I think I got my uncle's a couple and stuff like that. It's always been a part of my life. And it's like, I've always, I've always liked to see other people experience what i experience and as far as being a guide it's just like it's just like me going out there hunting myself i just do not pull the trigger i still get the excitement i still get with the people and they see their excitement in their face and it was just a it's it's an awesome deal man it's just it's just to have that somebody else experience what you've experienced is just awesome it's just crazy especially when you start getting kids out here or people who've never hunted in their life and they come for the first time and uh it's it's, it's awesome it's a, it's a have great have you ever feeling. hunted yes you have? Yes. And what did you hunt? Bear, moose. Wait, bear? Bear. You hunted bear? Yeah. You black, you, black bear. You actually killed a black bear? No. Oh, you couldn't find any bears? Didn't find them, but I went hunting for them. You got a moose? No. He, he, I, I went on a moose hunt with, with, um, with a friend of mine. Yeah. Because in New Hampshire... There's only a certain amount of moose tags allowed a year. So they have a lottery every June. You got to so, draw for it. So you've it, been hunting. There might be 12, 25 so tags. So you've been hunting, but you never pulled the trigger on said animal. Oh, I, I, I pulled the trigger on, um, on whitetail. Okay. Between the trigger, uh, between uh, the rifle and a bow. I got, yeah. them, I got them both ways on that. Okay. I have not. That's my deal. I'm going bear hunting up there. I That's it. We were talking about that on so, so So you go bear hunting on purpose. It's like a thing. <laughs> Just like boars. Yeah, you know. <laughs> right. like so, so all this number, What if you Greg, run okay? into a grizzly bear? Then what? You do nothing because you will not run into a grizzly bear in the Northeast. Because they are, they are mainly Northwest. So there's no grizzly bears in Maine or Vermont, you're telling no. me? Black bear. Only. Black bear. I don't know if I believe that. Just like people say believe that what you there's no great whites in the, you know, when you go on Cape Cod, but obviously there is. Hey, hey, hey. Obviously there is. That's why I don't go in the freaking water. I don't go in the water either. <laughs> I hate going into their yard. I do not want to be fish food, but anyway. I think that's crazy. You go bear hunting. That's nuts. Now, have you been bear hunting? Never. Okay. See where I'm you are. You might run into grizzly. I'm maybe going, not in I'm Texas. Going some- so I have a couple of uh, buddies of mine that come hunt with me every, they come down three, four times a year up from PA. So they've invited me up that way. So I'm going to, I'm going up somewhere over there. Not sure where. As I, as a matter of fact, I was talking with, with Mags. Hey, if we're close to that area, meet up or something. We're definitely going to do something about that. I'm getting the nod from the Mrs. Mrs. Mags and Dad. So it looks like I just got my permission slip signed, <laughs> son. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, she's mouthing. She, Road trip. Not yet, she says. You have to work for it. That's what she just said. Uh, there you go. Good Done. You. I'm in. I'm in, brother. <laughs> yes. Good woman right there. Good woman. Yes. So you had sent me a bunch of pictures before. And by the looks of it, you got some crazy stuff out on that ranch. Oh, we've got a little bit of everything. We've uh, 
we've got anything from your regular common whitetail to your your hogs. We've got elin. We've got black buck, axis, uh, gimsbuck, oryx, buffalo, uh, wildebeest, elk, red stags, wow. zebras. I'm probably missing a bunch of other stuff, but we got we we've got a little bit of everything. Now there was a picture in there of what I believe the term is called is black death. Of the, I think there was a picture. It might have been on the on the ranch's site of a Cape buffalo. Yep, we've got those too. Yeah, I think I said. Ooh. You. Yeah. Now, does everybody get along? <laughs> no. Are they penned no. in different areas? Do they do they no. commingle? Who commingles? And who runs the Nobody. show on the farm? <laughs> so right now, the wildebeest are kind of the alpha dominant species. Yes, they. We've had. We've got one. We've got one uh, heifer out there right now that or cow that uh, she lost her. She lost her little one with the freeze. Oh. So she is, she's pissed. So she's already killed a couple of black bucks and sheep and stuff. No. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, she's, oh, she's hostile now. Yeah. Yeah, she's bad. She's bad. Uh-oh. But now for the most part, they all they all do along, except for like the rams. They're always headbutting each other everywhere you see them. They're always just going at it. Just hit. Sitting just, there, just boom. Boom, boom, yeah. It's just crazy. It's like me and John before the but, show. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> True, right? I'll butt heads with you, baby. <laughs> One of us is gonna will be walking out. The other's gonna be seeing stars. Maybe you gotta get like a like. And a, I got two, and I got I got two braced up knees, son. So I'm walking. Maybe you gotta get like a like a like a papa buffalo or something for the mama, or for the, so she can calm the hell down. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think she just we needs. I think she just a, needs a little bit a, action. A sheep out there with her and it didn't work. Nope. Oh. No. You put a sheep she out there and we just killed it. <laughs> oh no. Two days. Oh. Two days it was gone. I was like, "Wow, oh, damn!" I guess she's she's real. She was real hurt about that. Uh oh, that freeze really hurt us a lot down here. We lost a lot of animals because that freeze. Oh we shit! Used to it. They weren't used to it. Oh no, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah that, it was crazy. That's awful. Well, I'm glad most of them, you know, doing well now yeah, and for, everything. Right? For the most part, we did good, except for the ones that are in the freezer. I was gonna say, is it funny? It's a funny. Just not, like, they're, oh, not, it's... they're not going to waste. I am just saying, there are <laughs> some point. Saying, like, there are all you motherfuckers are gonna be eating. Yeah. All you motherfuckers out there eating hay right now with a smile on your face. You'll be in my freezer next year. You'll be in my freezer next year. Well, thanks. Now I now, now I just lost three three pages to share the show to. <laughs> You'll be in my fridge next week. In you, in you, doctor, doctor, doctor. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's like, uh, and a lot of these hunters, they like, so they've been, so I've been this year, I did a little more filming with, through the hunts and stuff like that. You know, I, I've, I've been doing some cooking for the hunters and I've been filming the hunts as I'm going along every week. I'll, I'll, I'll put one hunt or I'll film a few hunts and put them on YouTube throughout the week. Um, and, uh, a lot of these hunters are like, Hey, so they harvest an animal like, Hey, here, try some of this here, cook this and do a video, cook this, do a video. So. I've got a freezer of Elin Oryx. I've got a zebra. I got a zebra backstraps about uh, humongous. Wow. So I'm going to be doing a lot of that on here. You know, I've never had zebra. zebra before, but people swear by it. So I don't. I don't really know. Wow, it looks good. I don't know. Never had huh? zebra. Can you get the uh-huh, skin for the rug? Get the skin. What do you want to do? <laughs> hey, he make might sh- be able to pull something off. I'll put make you, some shoes. I'll put you in touch. Maybe with a new whatever. handbag, Claudia. Maybe a new handbag or something. Uh, oh, so <laughs> oh for the floor. Oh, okay for the floor. I thought you were gonna make a pair of uh, edible undies for John out of it. No. Oh, I, I'll make a pair if I get it for him. Don't. Please don't. I'm on I a diet. I want to see him run around in a, a zebra loincloth on the show. Zebra. I'll pull my best head Nugent out. Yeah. I'll I'll pull my do my best head Nugent impression with the loincloth, <laughs> swinging <laughs> off on the amplifier. I want you in a zebra loincloth and an Eddie Van Halen guitar only. That's it. It's next on the <laughs> list. So, okay, Eric, Kyle asked, how long are the typical guides? For uh, you know, a couple of days, or is it a couple of days? You know, what what's a normal length of a hunt? Screw so you, Kyle. So our, 
Sorry. So our normal our normal hunts are so they start off our basic hunts start off it's a it's a three day uh, two nights pretty much so so the 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 way it, or it's a two days two nights I believe something like that so you stay so you arrive on a normal uh, like say I'm gonna use a weekend example you get here on a Friday at noon you check in. And then we go sight in your rifles, get all the paperwork squared away. You go sight in your rifles, you go hunt that evening. And then we come in, we pick you up, whatever you harvest, we'll, we'll, we'll clean it, we'll field dress it, we'll butcher it, put it in a hanging cooler. And then on Saturday, you hunt Saturday and Sunday. I mean, Saturday morning, Saturday evening, and hunt Sunday morning, and you check out Sunday at, at uh, lunchtime. And like I said, all our, all our, all our hunts, are, are everything's included. Uh, all inclusive, meet three meals a day, your beer, your guide, and all that stuff. Hmm. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it is. We should plan a trip. Oh, a multifaceted okay. trip. Oh, okay. You know, like yeah. barbecue, <laughs> hunting. I don't know if I know. Yeah. You know, I hunting might know barbecue. a guy. I, you know, <laughs> you never know. I hope I make friends real quick. I hope you do too, for my sake. <laughs> That's all I need out in the so, wild with you with a gun. Jesus Christ! I might I'm stay good, home on this one. I'm a one. good shot, just so you know. No, we're not gonna we're not gonna give him a gun. We're just gonna give him this. I'm just give him the knife. I'm, 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 Greg Bow. Time I'm to grow a set. Coming in with the knife. So, so Eric Bruce asks, what is your preferred <clears throat> caliber for to use on a white tail? Mine. So. I used to be, well, I still am. I use a 7mm 08. That's my preferred caliber. Okay. But lately, I've, lately I've been that it's too loud for me. I guess I'm getting old. So now I, I use a 223 right here. There you go. Then when I can't be able to, then when I get a little older and I can't see, I'm going to have to go back to the bigger caliber and start shooting them behind the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But as far as right now, and that's my truck <clears throat> gun. That's the one gun that stays on my seat on the side of my truck seat all twenty four seven. Well, that's my gun. By the way, screw you, Kyle. Okay, <laughs> Kyle has another question. Kyle's on a roll today. Eric, ah. uh, what animal would you say Greg DiGiorgio over here would be on the ranch? He he's leaning towards a duck. Mother ducker. I was thinking more like a. He uh, looks maybe like a. Maybe like a black buck. I was gonna go with a javelina. Oh, that too. <laughs> he's got a fiery attitude. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah, he's fiery. Go. Javelina <laughs> for sure. No what's that? What's an javelina? No it's a giant rat. What? <laughs> it's a rodent. It's a giant rat that kind of looks like a small uh, wild hog. But they eat good. They eat good. I do eat but good. But they're in the rodent family. Like a capybara yeah. kind of? Huh? Like a capybara yeah. kind of? No? Yeah. Kind of, but, yeah. kind of, but different. Are they bigger than regular rats? Are we talking like good size? Oh, they're ones? like, oh, yeah. They're like, like an armadillo? 60 pounds. 60 pounds. I'll, I'll be an avalina. It's fine. That's another one. <laughs> I'll like embrace this. The, the they're good yeah. eaters, you say? Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm in. Sign me up. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of people. When I be reincarnated, you you heard like it. Them. I think we might got a new nickname for you. Havelina, <laughs> Havelina, or Havelina, J A V A L I. I got my new YouTube channel, Havelina Barbecue. Let's go, how tos all day. Yeah, and then you can have them the short name kid, the leaner. Leaner, leaner barbecue, leaner Q. Yeah, and a lot of people don't eat those things because they they have that misconception of the. The rodent type, and like I said, I've had them. I've, I've barbecued them. Really? It's just you got to know how to clean everything. A lot of yeah. people, that's where they mess up. When they don't clean it the proper way, it's you, you taint the meat with everything else. That you, I mean, once you if you got to clean it the right way. Havelina, I mean, Havelina, Italian dressing soaked on the grill real quick. Cut it into medallions, the back straps or the tenderloins. Money. Just got to know how to cook these things. Just like that, people, that's, that's just like people that don't game. know how to eat, you know, uh, pre-peeled shrimp and they eat the shit vein. Uh-huh. <laughs> is, so, Eric, is there, is there any tips right? on, like you said, preparing the wild game? Because obviously, you know, it can get that gamey taste 
or you can tank the meat, you know. You know, what's what's the, you know, any tips on doing yeah, correct? The, the main, the main, the main thing is, is, is when you're when you're field dressing is be take your time, be very careful, especially up where, where the glands are, where, where you know where the bladder is and all that stuff. Take your time and, and cleaning it out because, like I said, nine times out of ten, that's what where people mess up and like try to at least you know a lot of that the hair. What I do first, I skin the whole thing out. A lot of people field dress everything and then skin it. But by that point, you already have the cavity open. So you got all that dirt and stuff getting in there flying around. So what I do, I skin the whole animal first. It don't matter what it is, a hog, anything. We, I skin it all out, wash the actual the, the cavity itself, and then I field dress it and then take everything else out. And then just make sure you clean everything out there. I know a lot of people, they'll leave them in um, ice water for a couple of days to drain that meat out. That's That works. To me, it kind of draws out a lot. I mean, it'll take the gaminess out, but it kind of just takes the actual flavor of the meat itself. My deal, I know I used to use Italian dressing a lot, but that also, that vinegar kind of draws a lot, which is still good. I mean, it's not bad, but recently I've been doing milk and people don't think oh. milk this. So I use milk. Wow. I'll, I'll put my backstrap in milk and soak it overnight or, or a couple of days in milk. And you'll see that 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 milk draws out because it'll turn into a reddish color, but it doesn't it don't take the color of your meat out like the water makes it white. Uh, the vinegar makes it like a grayish color. I'm not a fan of that. The milk just kind of just take draws out what you need out, but it still leaves the the, the color of the actual meat itself. So I've been using milk lately and I've, I've been loving it. It takes out the game and this leaves the color. Mm-hmm. But still gives you, still leaves that the taste itself. Is that for all? Is that for all uh, wild game? I use for anything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, for anything. Yeah. That vinegar almost, br- almost brines it. Almost yeah. takes the color out of it. Good yeah. To know. For when right. I go hunting this weekend. That's right. Not. <clears throat> yep. There's nowhere to hunt. I mean, for us around you're here. Gonna, you're going to need a pink. Gun. I'm going to go to your house. And, what? 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 Shut up. What did I say? Oh, you can hunt bear at my house. There's one that walks around, and she's a big old go. girl. Yeah? yeah? She's a big girl. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Well, I already know I'm from coming over. I'm fully strapping. I ain't cooking out in the middle of the woods at your house. <laughs> then you ain't cooking, son. Because <laughs> that's where I am. Yes. <laughs> but, Eric, brother, thank you so much for taking some time. Hey, this was awesome, brother. You know, 100%. Very, like I said, any 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 question, comments, concerns of people that are in the chat, y'all have any questions regarding wild animal, wild game that y'all are harvesting or cooking or whatever, let me know. My email, find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email, they're yep. all in there. I'm just a phone call away. I, I pretty much give my number to everybody. It's awesome. Awesome, brother. And what, what that barbecue love, the, you know? Shit, the, the most important one of the most important parts. What's the name? What's the name of the ranch? For for the oh, hunts. So, oh yes, yes. So the hunts we work at Thompson Hunting Lodge. You can find us on Facebook, um, and I have a on my YouTube videos. I have tags to the to the lodge itself. Thompson okay. Hunting Lodge. Nice. Come on down if y'all are ever interested in a hunt. Send me an email. I can set y'all up. Get y'all some some, some quotes, and uh, let's go hunting. Beautiful. Absolutely, brother. Thanks, dude. Absolutely. That was awesome. All right, brother. Hang in there. We're gonna close the show, and we'll be right jump right back on with you for a second. Perfect. All right, thanks, Thank Eric. So, how about that? I mean, awesome guest, very different than what we've had on here. Yeah, like just a different element, a different conversation, different category, yeah. and especially with the wild game, you know, because because we get a lot of oh, you know, how you cook That's venison, cool. have you ever done the venison tenderloins and, and bah, the whole bah, bah, game? Bah, bah. I mean, if you didn't get anything, if you got one thing. Ah, uh, this entire fifty. That's a javelina. It's that you're a javelina, and that's that's what it looks. That's like. That's me. I'm just showing Greg what it looks. I guess like. I guess we kind of get the same forehead, but <laughs> the the, the point is, if, if you if you if you just get one thing out of this entire conversation that we had today in this fifty or so minutes, if you don't like wild game because it's gamey, well, you need you're to start soaking your shit in yeah. milk. No, yeah. yeah. that's a great tip right there. Absolutely. I've heard that today, actually, from Chef Charlie. 
Charlie, yeah. I wonder if that would work for lamb, too. Probably. Sometimes lamb, I don't really taste the gaminess in lamb when, it, when it's cooked right. My wife tastes a little bit. And I wonder if, because it's not a, a, a wild thing, you know, it's, you know, it's just like domestic, but I wonder if it works for something like a lamb, you know? He said he did it for lamb liver. He soaked it, it soaks oh, it in milk for like, um, what is it, liver and onions or something? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Good, good stuff. Good stuff, brother. Great, great guest. Goodness. All right. All right. All right. What's going on next week? I don't know yet. I'm still oh. up in the air. I'm down. I got, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got two calls. I'm going to hit up. See who can do. Well, well, I'm still talking to uh, Danielle. Yes, yes, at yes. Diva Q Barbecue. So um, I'm kind of. Soft, I'm, I'm, I'm flying by the seat of my pants on this. Should I'm, be a, within the next couple if weeks. If I get a call from you, going, here's the date. I'm going to hit her up again. Uh, I'll do it either tonight or yeah. tomorrow because she she said she's in for June. And okay. she likes, and she's going to have a lot to talk about. Okay. Because she's doing a lot right now. Perfect. Perfect. That's it. That's all we got. Well, that's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you all for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have uh-huh. all our episodes right there at your fingertips. Yep. On social media, you can find this at all the links listed down below. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. yep Including yep, yep. our awesome group, New England Pitmasters. We're about to hit... 5,000 members for the New England Pitmasters. Huge milestone. Hell yeah. Huge milestone. Huge. 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 And then, Gigantic uh, even. And then obviously, you know, check out Backline. Check out Uncle, Uncle Steve. Steve. Two guys. All our sponsors. Thank Absolutely. you guys so much. Absolutely. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review. Hit that share button. Let's go. Oh, and we do have a new sponsor. I don't know if you want to mention it yet, but he said, let's go. Let's go. So we're proud to announce, and we will announce again next week, that Ian Hemmings of CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com will be joining the Pit Life Barbecue family. Good stuff. Until next week. Until next week. Keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.